My name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why will why not? And today's what is something really, really terrible. Super gross. If you were nauseated by the Come Eating One, uh, the Come On Food episode, I highly recommend that you don't listen to this one. It's going to test you because it is a gross. So this episode is reading from the forum at FetLife.com. Now, I highly recommend that you not go to FetLife.com and you don't register because the ideas and concepts in here are for people who are seriously into their fetishes, their kinks, whatever you want to call it. These people are serious about kink and fetish and anything, nothing, no holds barred fetish play. And I have to give all props to Something Awful, as usual, for finding this site. I wish I had known about it before them so I could have done it as something I found, but then I would have had to have been looking for it, which I wasn't. FetLife is an online forum um, with a lot of members all around the world who are into different kinds of kinks. So if you're into weird kinks, congratulations. I just told you about the forum that you should belong to. Now, uh, let's just jump right in. There's no more need to explain this, and I don't want to waste any more time not talking about disgusting fetishes. And of course, I only say they're disgusting because I am so very vanilla and not into uh, most of these things. <laughs> Question mark. No. <laughs> no, I am not into these things. I did not write any of them. I'm just reading them for you. So, here we go into the forums at fatlife.com. Now, the first thing we'll read is from the female... <laughs> and the first thing we'll read is from the female shit-eaters subforum in the scat slash coprophilia subforum in a thread entitled Shit Smearing by No Limits Male. And it goes like this. Does anyone have any idea what kind of diet is required to produce a soft textured shit suitable for smearing? Not too runny though. Smiley face emoticon. And scatty sit writes, try potatoes or pasta, meat, red, and beans slash vegetables. No fast food. And Boogoo too writes, I find a lot of vegetables keep it soft, warm, and good for smearing. No limits mail replies, thanks for the good tips. And Natasha writes, when Master's or my shit comes out too firm for smearing, he soaks it in his piss for a while to soften it up, which adds to my feeling more degraded when he or I smear it on me. And Unco Psycho writes, Fruit and a lot of water will make it really soft and easy to smear. Milk as well, but it's a bit more smelly. Smiley face emoticon. And Maso Marina writes, Eggs, pasta, rice, seafood, just stay away from meats, peanut butter, and no painkillers. Fruit is also great. And Archetype X writes, mashed potatoes. The instant kind, smiley face emoticon. And Maso Marina replies, you will get fat from eating just that. And Sputnik32 adds, drink two liters a day. Good for piss, health in general, and for shit too. And Maso Marina finishes the thread with, I had a great Irish breakfast and shit five times in 20 hours. And the next thread will read, <laughs> and the next thread will read, in the female shit eaters subform, is by Black for Total Whore in a thread he entitled, Real or Fantasy, and it goes like this. How many of the females in here are serious shit-eaters? Or at least have tried it? I'm beginning to think most people are just into the fantasy aspects of it, but not the reality part. And Goldgiver writes, I agree with you, hun. Although there are sites like these I've yet to meet, find, or know someone seriously into this in 25 years, and until I experience someone eating mine, I won't believe anyone is really into it. Girl Loves Male Feet writes, I can't come and visit all of you and eat, but I have been eating shit for over two years now. 
Faye writes, Tasted a little. I have licked after he has taken a shit before his toilet paper, but I am very interested in doing it more. Panties Pooper adds, I have tasted mine and eaten a little, so I am not as quote-unquote serious eater. The once or twice that I did it, it was not as bad as I thought it would be, but I have not had the great desire to do it again. I think you will find there are a lot of serious eaters about, however. Finding them will be the first challenge. Just how do you find out? Walk up to them and ask? If there is a site for dating special people, perhaps a special group for this need, I doubt it exists, nor ever will. Even finding tame people that do no more than fill their pants presenting... <laughs> Even finding tame people that do no more than fill their pants presents major issues. Those people are tame. And Jimbo here writes, Let's face it, it's an extreme interest. Most here are probably like me, just into the fantasy aspect of it. The fantasy of being totally amoral, worshipping that which is filthy and forbidden in the facet of my fantasy female villains, brackets, wicked queens, female Nazis, who besides being lesbians and sadistic killers are also into eating each other's shit. A perversion that makes them more evil in the eyes of the heroes and those with quote-unquote normal lusts. Black for Total Whore writes, I have meat for females who got into it over a period of time. It's hot, maybe because it is extreme. Provide you can handle the smell. And Susan Jones adds, I love the fantasy and so far I've only eaten my own shit. I've written elsewhere that I've made the effort for the last couple of weeks to play with my shit every day, but I don't think it counts as quote-unquote serious. And Bizarre SMDK Susan writes, I've done it for more than 11 years, and since I offer toilet sex in paid sessions, I have had rather many experiences both as giver and as a receiver. And Mad Cyril writes, I love eating my... <laughs> I love eating my own shit. I like to rub it all over my cock, then come, eat it mixed with shit and come. I'm so horny. Mmm. And Chibi66 writes, I have been eating small amounts of my own shit for about five years now. Once slash twice a month. I fingered my girlfriend's ass a couple of times and secretly licked my finger clean. Everything else is a fantasy so far. And Amanda Lou writes, My black mistress has invited and encouraged me to do it. Have licked a little? Have licked Mistress Sarah clean after she had a shit? My fellow slave, Julianne, is much deeper already into shit-eating, but I have found that most scat women do it amongst themselves, rather seldom with men. This might be the cause of male suspicion. And Paul from Chicago adds, Female shit-eating looks incredibly hot, but I am skeptical that many people really do it, for I know that human feces contain harmful bacteria, brackets E. coli, for example. For anyone here who claims to really eat shit, I'm quite curious. How do you avoid getting sick? This is a serious question. I truly want to know. And Girl Loves Male Feet writes, Well, tell me, do you eat out in a restaurant where you don't see the kitchen hygiene? Believe me, the odds are not that different. And Black for Total Whore writes, I believe that eating fruit, like oranges with the citrus acid they have, helps defeat the bacteria. And Maso Marina writes, We all have the hepatitis shots and only eat from healthy feeders. I never eat from men, and I avoid shit near my eyes and pussy. And Mr. Class and Kink writes, Do any of you ladies actually enjoy the taste? Maso Marina replies, I adore it from women. And Gold Schwerlkopple writes, We are curious. If you don't ingest shit, but simply have it in your mouth, or lick it off, or suck off a cock full of shit. Full of shit. <sighs> or suck a cock full of shit, but don't swallow, what do you think the consequences would be? I have done this with my ex for close to 10 years, and neither of us have ever gotten sick. I'm trying to put my GF's mind at ease that as long as we are both healthy, that the risks are minimal. She is okay with smearing, just can't get the shit in her mouth. Let me know your thoughts. And little Miss Hum writes, I love eating shit. I enjoy it when the ma- <laughs> 
I enjoy it when master gets me to lay down, then shits a little in my mouth, as that makes me feel like a real toilet slave. I got into it by accident, as I used to sit in the bath and then pull poop out of me, then it just grew more and more until I started to eat it. And Goldsrukopol writes, This weekend was my first to have my partner shit on my mouth. I then proceeded to smear it all over my face and body. I also smeared some on his cock and balls and gave him a blowjob while covered in his shit. Thought the taste would be revolting, but wasn't as bad as I thought it might be. I have to admit, I did enjoy it, and I'm sure that I'd do it again. Next time, maybe I can shit on him as well and smear it all over him. Hopefully, we can then bump and grind while covered in both of our shit. And finally, couple sket ads. We love eating shit, and we do this for 18 years. We are very addict, and we never got sick. We would like to taste other females' shit, if it's possible, of course, because my god, it hard to find. And we'll leave the female shit-eating subform and move over to the face-sitting slash farting subform. And I think it's self-explanatory. These people like to either sit on faces or fart on faces. So, the first thing we'll read from this subform is a thread by Submissive118 in a thread they entitled, Having a Girl Fart in Your Mouth. Does anybody like having their mistress fart in their mouth? Please give details. And you Blazy writes, Don't want to eat a mistress fart, but would love to have one in my face, also so I can smell it good and long for her. Dick Wanger 49 writes, My partner quite often farts when she orgasms while I'm performing cunnilingus. Her pussy spasms force that sweet gas out of her, and it fills my nostrils. And Survivor Dude 1 writes, at Submissive 118, I would like to. I haven't done it. Just one fart on my hand and two farts on my face. The idea of it turns me on. I'm so wanting to get married and my wife have open affairs. Would be so kinky to have her have sex. Uh, what the fuck? Would be so kinky to have her having sex with a guy and while he is screwing her, she'd demand me to put my mouth over her butt so she can fart and the other guy not smell it. I'd gladly do it, though I'd gag for hours. It would be so humiliating and I'd love it. And Miss Freak writes, I love to have my mouth farted in when I'm licking her asshole. I get a rush. It's the ultimate degradation. And Dirty John writes, Breathing her farts or taking them in the mouth is even better than drinking her delicious piss. I don't find it humiliating or degrading. It's just one of the many filthy sexy things that a kinky couple can do. And FaceSeep32 writes, My girlfriend, who is also my mistress, farts in my mouth most of the time, unless she wants to fart whilst sitting on my face, my face. She usually makes me lick her butt clean afterwards, and she loves making me shove my tongue in her ass and fart while it's in there so it ripples over my tongue into my mouth. And Fart Sniffer 87 writes, Unfortunately, I've not had any luck of finding a mistress, let alone fart in my mouth. I have a huge fart fetish, and I'm still searching for a dream mistress who will force me to sniff her stink farts. I'm in the UK, and it's so difficult to find a woman to fart in my face slash mouth. I'd happily pay for it. Winky emoticon. And that's where we'll end that thread. And the next farting thread in the face sitting slash farting subforum is entitled Fart Alicious by Andrea Santos, and it goes like this. So, what gets your body grumbling? I have to say cabbage soup is the ultimate gas-inducing fart factory. Coffee gets me farty, but it's usually a one-fart wonder, and I'm done. I love using the gas mask for my slaves. Share your tips on farting. And Potty Boy writes, Miss Adriana, the possibility of having a mask hooked up to you gets me going. And Enigma GMR writes, Milk is the best way to get me gassy. I'll be farting all day. And Dick Ass Fart writes, and Dick Ass Fart writes, Adriana, I would love it if you spread your sweet ass cheeks and ripped a big stinky fart in my mouth. I bet your farts taste and smell so delicious. And the rest are just re recipes for farting. And the next thread in the subform is entitled Head Scissor Face Farts by Rosen22. 
and it goes like this. Nothing like a girl trapping your head in between her thighs, rubbing her pussy on your nose, and farting on your face. Pulling your hair just to make you smell it. Complete domination. Bliss. And Crazy Kinky One writes, Ha ha, my boyfriend loves it when I pin him to the bed, sit on his face, and fart while he's rimming me. I love how turned on it gets him. And Rosen22 writes, It's a shame face farting is quite taboo for most girls. When they try it, usually in my experience, they love the power of it. Best get out there to campaign then. And BrownNoser69 writes, Bliss is the best way to describe it. I've had this done to me on multiple occasions, with the girl laughing at me after she farts. It makes me so hard, it hurts. And Girl's Fart Cushion finishes the thread simply by saying, Hell yeah. And his avatar is a picture that says, I heart girl farts. And so we leave the face sitting slash farting subform and move on to the face fucking subform. And the first thread we'll read is by Beautiful Bald Beast, who writes in a thread he entitled, Favorite Position to Face Fuck. And he goes like this. What is your favorite position to face fuck? I love having her on the bed with her head hanging upside down then leaning over while I pound her throat and let my balls bash her face. The sound of her gargling makes my balls tingle and controlled fuck rights. My favorite way to be face fucked is on my knees in front of him, his hands tightly twisted in my hair, pulling me, forcing his cock down my throat, holding my head there so I cannot move it. Also, I like to have my tongue out so I can lick his balls as he fucks my mouth. And I love feeling my cum run all over my legs as I'm kneeling. And Subjugator writes, Standing tall and proud with a cocksucker kneeling before me while I hold the cocksucker's head and fuck the mouth. Other favorite is laying on my side in the bed with a cocksucker laying on his her side reaching my crotch. I hold the cocksucker's head and fuck the mouth. And Gypsy54 writes, I like to be placed on my knees with my head forced back against the wall. He is holding the sides of my head while he forces his cock down my throat. And Sir Psycho Sexy writes, I'm a big fan of face fucking. Rarely do I have sex without it. My favorite position is lying on my back with her knees and hips up by my head and her head down by my cock. It's basically a woman on top 69, which I also enjoy, but the modification of putting both her knees to one side of my head allows the face fuck to be the full focus. In this position, I use my hands on her head and the thrusting of my hips to get as deep as possible into the back of that throat. She's sputtering and gagging. Gravity helps to pull out a maximum amount of those precious thick strings of throat goo. Once it really starts flowing, I love the feeling of all that goo sliding over and around my balls, down my ass, and dripping into a puddle underneath. Lovely. And Anina finishes the thread. I like to be kneeling before Master with his hands tightly wrapped around my long hair, pulling me onto his hard cock. I like to feel Master in control, forcing his cock hard against and down my throat. I like to feel his force, desire, and power. I like to feel my cunt dripping and the feeling of my juices running down the insides of my thighs because to me, Master fucking my face is the ultimate. I like Master to push deeper and deeper until I gag and then push some more until I cannot breathe and start to choke. I keep very still. And then I like him to push it even further and deeper and hold me hard until I leave there and now start floating. Then I like him to bring me back, slapping my face hard. When I come back, I shudder uncontrollably and come big time. It's a total rush. I wrote a short story on this. I'm told that it's a turn on. For those interested in a bit of excitement, there is a link. At Sir Psycho Sexy. I recently saw this on a vid and what a turn on. I can't wait to try it as soon as Master comes back from the O slash S. I emailed him a link to it. He thought it looked awesome too. And so we leave the relative safety of that and move on to a different subform altogether. And this subform is the fisting subform. And specifically, we dive into the subform of the fisting subform entitled Toronto Fisting Group. And from there, we go to a thread entitled Fist in the Ass or Fist in the Pussy by Chocolate Dom. 
and it simply says, which feels better and makes you come harder. And Three Pierced Pussy writes, personally, a fist in my pussy feels so much better. It makes me squirt like a fire hose. And Harry Jones writes, nice three. I've had the pleasure of vaginally fisting two women. It is just as intense for the fister as it is for the fistee. And Master Yu writes, my partners prefer pussy fisting and achieve great orgasm from it. And your partner in crime adds, I am a big fan of both at the same time. Grinning emoticon. And Miss Flora Revel writes, At your partner in crime, I'll second that. I'm definitely a fan of fisting both holes at once, but it's not something that many folks can take. Pussy is typically easier to get a fist into, but ass fisting is quite the treat. And Chocolate Dom replies, Yes, the pussy is much easier for women to allow you to do, as three and four are fun, so a fifth is worth a shot. But not many women will want or think the same with their ass. And Sadistic and Sweet writes, You can get just as intense orgasm, both anal and vaginal, with a penis in your ass and a fist in your cunt at the same time. Mmm, could handle that all the time. Major incentive to behave, that's for sure. It's my favorite reward. Fist in the ass can cause later life issues with bowels. I really prefer not to have to wear diapers and have an issue controlling my bowels, so no anal fist for me. And Kinky BBWONT replies, Ass, or at least try. The pussy hurts like crazy. The ass, at least mine that is, is more accommodating. However, only of another woman's fist. And apple or orange finishes the thread. Done both depends on their pelvis size. Pussy seems to feel nicer when doing them, though. And from there, we move on to the next fisting thread, entitled Blood When Fisting, Should I Be Concerned by Strict Goddess? And it goes like this. Hi all, I enjoy anal play with my submissive partner who is male. He enjoys it too, lol, more than enjoys it. We have been together for over two and a half years and have been doing anal play the entire time. It took me a little less than two years to be able to fully insert my fist, though we went slow and were only to spend time anally playing about twice a month. Now I can easily get my fist in and last time I was able to pump in and out fairly easily. However, after some time I noticed there was a bloody mucus all over my glove. Now, there wasn't a lot of blood, just kind of a light bloody mucus. Still, it alarmed me and upset me, enough for me to stop our play for the evening. Now, I find that when I think of playing with him in this way, I think of the bloody mucus, and I feel fear instead of excitement. I know this fear is from not knowing if I am hurting him or if I hurt him that night. At the time, he said he was quote-unquote fine and not feeling any unusual pain. He wasn't concerned at all. However, as the dominant and the one responsible for what I do to him, I feel I need to hear from some others. Thank you in advance for your replies. And Ooh Miss E writes, Showing pink is fine and is a good warning. Showing red is FFS stop. Sounds like you were fine. A few micro tears that heal quickly. And Bust My Ass Baby replies, Agree with Ooh Miss E. I am VHO. What you describe is the hallmark of a good session for me. It's always that feeling of something just a little bit bigger that I've never been able to take before that really does it. So long as he is no doing drugs or poppers and is in his right mind, it is unlikely you will do any damage so long as you are gloved and fingernails trimmed. That being said, there is a method to stretching to make this easier. And Bust My Ass Baby is polite enough to link to a thread he entitled Tips for boys and girls who stretch, stretch those holes. And it is very long. And Mall Loves 69 writes, Being fisted by a woman is simply amazing the way that feels. Very lucky guy he is to have you doing that to him. Make sure he is well lubed up and he should be fine. From time to time, every now and then, I might bleed a little for my lady as well. But after, I am fine. 
And that is after 14 years of being fisted by her. Amazing bond that it is to share with her once she slides inside of me with her fist. Love strap-on play too. I do. But being fisted is so much better, we think. She now fists me bareback as well. She loves feeling inside of me, especially once I get ready to come for her by her fisting me. Amazing combination, that is the way that feels. I can now take her elbow deep. Her being that deep in me is incredible, the way that feels. Enjoy and have fun. Love that feeling we both do. Funny it is how much I crave that feeling as much as I do when she is fisting me. And Water Wagon writes, Unless there is a lot of red, not pink, I would say you are just fine. Use gloves and lots of lube, and stay off drugs when playing as it will mask pain and problems. This includes 420. I have topped for years, and some people just have a slight pink problem every time. That's just the way it is. Others can be fisted for hours and never show any pink. I have never bled from the ass from fisting, and I can take it well past the elbow from many. <laughs> But I have bled from some stupid toys or devices, so I feel very safe with hands in my ass if they are gloved. J. And Grade 8 Dan 3 replies, Use a grease-based lube, nitrile gloves, and well-trimmed fingernails. If you can't open a can of soda after you trim your nails, then they're short enough. Smiley face emoticon. And always turn the gloves inside out. Usually the inside of the gloves is smoother than the outside. They're usually textured on the outside, and believe me, that texture can be felt by the bottom. Grease-based lubes like Shaft, Crisco, or Slam Dunk provide not only lubricant, but also a bit of a quote-unquote buffer to help prevent abrasion. Given that you mentioned bloody mucus, it sounds like you're using a water-based lube. A little pink is fine. If it's red, then stop. Some people are of the mindset that any pink means stop, but that should be the bottom's discretion since he knows his body well enough to know what's normal for him or her. A trick that I learned recently is to use a rectal suppository, preparation H, about 15 minutes before play. It's a vasoconstrictor, so it helps the surface capillaries to close and thus less chance of blood. And part-time slut finishes the thread with this. It sounds to me like you may have gone a little too fast in loosening him up that session. I've seen this sort of thing when I'm really tight and we go too fast. If we slow down and take a little more time loosening things up, it doesn't happen. Also, a good way for him to avoid this issue may be to use a large toy on a regular basis in between your play sessions. This will allow all the parts involved to slowly stretch out over time and keep them that way. Also, don't forget to reapply lube once in a while as it can get a bit dry after a while. And we'll finish up with a reading from the subforum called CBT, which stands for Cock and Ball Torture. And we'll go right to a thread by Colorado Subboy entitled Topical Analgesic Icy Hot Capsaicin Cream. And it goes like this. What is your experience with products that contain active ingredients, menthol, icy hot, or capsaicin? Where do you purchase the product you are reviewing? Adverse side effects experienced? And is there an antidote? And Beautiful Phantom writes, Haven't heard of any adverse side effects from products like Icy Hot or Bengay. Just keep a bottle of Dawn dishwashing liquid handy when it's time to take it off, as that's the only thing I have heard that will even come close to removing this. And Colorado Subboy says, At Beautiful Phantom, thank you for the Dawn antidote. Did not know that. Good to know as a top. As a slave, I will have to beg my mistress to have this available. And Swollen Balls 2012 writes, Endure it. Last time, I got my balls fully covered with plenty Bengay extra strength. They were given a rough massage with Bengay. It hurts like hell. And after a 10-minute massage with a quarter Bengay tube on my balls, they got sprayed with alcohol. That is a great feeling. Burns like hell. And I am DJ2 writes, Also, using a Q-tip to place small amounts just on the inside of the opening ensures an eye-opening experience and will get some attention quickly. And Slut Bottom for CBT writes, 
capsaicin on the anus or balls burns like hell. Try a tiny amount before you do anything insane, like lubing up a dildo with it. Tiny, like a match head sized dollop. Have fun. And Ninja Bitch writes, I'm not saying this is a downside, but you can't undo it. Milk slash yogurt can help calm, and I agree with IMDG2, but it is a really nice effect used sparingly just inside. And Red Bags and Rope writes, I bought capsaicin in a cloth-tipped liquid applicator. It was not erotic at all. It was pure pain, almost like a bruise. Thanks for the heads up about Icy Hot on a Q-tip. I followed orders and shoved the combo into my urethra. It didn't burn as much as I had expected. I enjoyed Tiger Balm on my nipples and asshole. The asshole burn lasts longer. And Wind on Water writes, I have used Icy Hot with ground cayenne pepper mixed in, spread on penis, and inserted into pee hole. Gave me an hour of warmth and an all-day stimulation every time I urinated. Great fun! And Meeble writes, With all of these, the only antidote is time. And CMA replies, I have used a product called Capsaicin HP, which is a liquid that comes in an applicator bottle. It takes about a minute or two to kick in, but when it does, watch out. I have applied it to my cock and it produces a powerful burning with me. <laughs> I have applied it to my cock and it produces a powerful burning sensation with needles and pins thrown in for good measure. The most intense feelings last for about 20 minutes and are mostly faded after half an hour. This timeline is for when it is applied underneath clothing, however. I think your sweat and natural body oils will neutralize the effect. Oddly enough, the longest it ever lasted was when I applied a bit to my forearm as a test before using it down there. That spot on my arm had a slow burn that lasted well over six hours. I think this was because I was wearing a short sleeve shirt that left the area exposed. And Loyal True writes, After my parents divorced, I lived with my Aunt Linda who was once a dominatrix. I was often fitted in bondage equipment and made to do chores around the house, after school, and on Saturday mornings. There were several times during the spring where I decided it was more important to play ball with the guys rather than do my home chores. That Saturday, I awoke to Linda tying me in my bed. I was also fitted with a ball gag, so I knew I was in for some intense training. Once tied, she left the room for several minutes, returning with a couple soda straws of different diameters. She wasted no time in placing the larger diameter one in the end of my urethra and shoving it in several inches. She then took the smaller diameter straw inside the larger one and used it and... <laughs> what the fuck? She wasted no time in placing the larger diameter straw in one end of my urethra and shoving it in several inches. She then took the smaller diameter straw inside the larger one and using it like a plunger, pushed the frozen core up my penis. It was cold for a second or two, but then the burning started. My God, I thought the world was going to come to an end. She had taken some hot peppers and ground them up ultra fine in a blender making a paste. She then put the paste in the larger straw and put it in the freezer. Needless to say, I never played ball with the guys ever again when it was time to do my chores. I do not know the type of pepper, but no, it burned as bad as fire, especially when I urinated. And Tawny Sam writes, I have had the skin of the scrotum dry out and peel occasionally after application of deep heating rubs. It has happened rarely. Seems to be when it is done in conjunction with ball stretching or other abuse, and otherwise left no adverse effects. It is important to note that the scrotum absorbs things faster than most other external areas of the body. I learned this in a pesticide applicators course years ago. So if you're concerned about the internal effects of whatever chemical you're applying, applying it to the scrotum will cause it to go from external to internal quickly. And Subsequious writes, Cinnamon oil is wonderful if you want a horrible burning sensation 
and used in moderation, it is safe. Mix a drop or two with lube for a butt plug. Straight on the scrotum, this is a bit much for most players, but if you need severe pain, it delivers. Wash off with milk to minimize the agony. And Colorado Subway finishes the thread. Thank you again for all that have contributed to this thread. Very good information. Winky Emoticon. I have found essential oils are unique. Peppermint, cinnamon, wintergreen are three that come to mind. They can be found in health food stores like Whole Foods and Vitamin Cottage. Well, I have to say, an eye-opening experience to read from FetLife. That's a bottomless pit. And several people who hang out at this site would probably like to be at the bottom of a bottomless pit. I'm sorry for the delay of this episode of Lou Reads. I have actually tried to record the ending of this three times and have had ridiculous technical problems. Uh, some other dumb stuff. It was all my fault. I'm sorry. Now the episode is over and I will record the next one as soon as possible so that I don't end up having another ridiculously long um, break. And thanks to Something Awful for finding this website and having some fun at FetLife's expense. They didn't think it was very funny, but um, it enabled me to find this website too, so to share it with you, the listeners. And I'm going to be ordering new magnets and new, and maybe bumper stickers and some other dumb junk soon, and I will announce that probably the next podcast. Get your email requests ready. Thanks again for listening. Again, I apologize for the wait, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.